Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Mark, and you can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And my name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And today we're going to be talking about minute number 41 of Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're just going to start with Silas Stone leaving his desk at Star Labs, clocking out for the day. And then the minutes are going to end with uh, a janitor checking that very room that Silas Stone just left. Uh, so it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty short minute, Nate. I know we, we make these jokes all the time, like, oh, this is a long minute, this is a short minute. Um, but this one feels very short. It, it feels like uh, not a lot happens um, in mm-hmm. this one. And it even continues in, into tomorrow's minute. Like, we don't even have a resolution about what happened. Um it doesn't even seem like there's a lot of suspense. It seems like we're just getting to it. Uh, just before... establish it. Yeah, it's, it's Establishing very Establishing scene. Uh, if anything, we're going to be talking a lot about the janitor mostly because uh, mm-hmm. this guy, uh, there's, something, there's something about Howard the janitor here. Um, but janitor before we... minute. <laughs> before we get into it um, or get into, into his whole ordeal, uh real quick there's there's that shot of silas uh leaving his desk and then there's that shot on that clipboard where he picks up that recorder that we'll see later on in the movie um i don't know anything about the clipboard i tried nate i don't know if you tried to look at the information that's on it star labs clipboard it's one of like boilerplate yeah normally we can we can zoom in and we can like start to like piece together what it is like i figured out the newspaper in the beginning of the movie um but this one here it almost looks like uh gibberish like i i even thought i was looking at something that said silas but it doesn't say silas it it almost looks like the same five letters but rearranged um it probably is probably is i i know and i hate to bring this up but i know uh, Zack snyder has a uh, dyslexia uh, and I don't know, but it, then again, it would be like, why would no one would write? No one would type that out incorrectly in the first place. I have dyslexia. Well, there you go, Nate. So it's what it seems like is like you put it into like one of those crossword puzzle makers and you just generate a, just a form. Looks <laughs> like it's filled out. I couldn't even tell like what the other information was. Like I was just trying to read like the basic information at the top, but then I started to try to read um like the information further on uh, on the chart and i it started to look like um like results that you would get like in blood work and they'd be like oh this is oh yeah it definitely looks like a doctor type of uh document yeah i I wonder not a doctor document because that's a whole different bear (laughs) it's something else that's something that'll get you in trouble Mm -hmm. um this one is more uh to tell you that you are in trouble uh with a doctor uh, doctor's document yeah that would also get your uh, doctorate removed if if someone found out about that um (laughs) so good luck to anyone else who wants to uh scan that document and let us know uh, how doctored it is um i i I could not make sense of any of of the information on there but i think it's important that we see that recorder nate i think that's one of those things like when you re-watch the movie you'll see that recorder and that's one of the things you go oh there there that shot is more important now than i than i remember when we saw this movie for the first time or when anyone would see this movie for the first time this recorder doesn't mean anything 
we haven't seen it yet. We haven't even seen uh, Cyborg talk at all. We've only seen him for one uh, for one minute. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, yeah, this is just one of those things where it's like, this is this is here because it's important for the story moving forward. And then when you rewatch the movie and you see that recorder and you feel a sense of uh, empathy towards it because you know what that means, mm-hmm. uh, where, where that's going. Uh, I just think it's really, um, yeah, go for it. I was going to say, tagging on to that, I feel like it's kind of a cool thought to think that uh, it's been... One week. It's been um, <laughs> however long since the um, change machine interacted with Cyborg to yeah. make him Cyborg at least six weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at least six weeks. You can even go back further because in the opening of Dawn of Justice, the Gotham City football game, uh, Victor wasn't there. Um so like uh, assuming that he had his accident already yeah uh, because daddy wasn't that. there yeah austin powers <laughs> yeah. i was i was waiting for someone yeah to do it, i had to anyway. do it um no one else so, gonna do it <laughs> so it's kind of fun to think that silas has been holding on to this recorder for that long trying to talk trying yeah. to say the things that he's saying on the recorder to his son um it's just taken him you know a year, two years, or, or what have you, that he's carrying around this recorder every day, all the time. Um, but then also that kind of shows the fault in Silas Stone. We know of Silas Stone as being a not-so-good father figure. Yeah, you know, like um, a, a mug that would say, like, number one dad or best dad? Mm-hmm. He would not get one of those. That's, doesn't really have yeah. that one in the uh, in the cabinet there, especially at the Star Labs kitchen. Um, but... Now, what was I going to say? Well, like, I mean, we also see him use that recorder in Dawn of Justice when, when we see the metahuman files, and he's like, you know, okay. mother box so, test. So, yeah, so, so he's, just a re- he's just a voice recorder but type of guy it, taking it, his well, notes. It could also be like you you be like, oh, I don't know. That would be a really deep cut if anyone saw that recorder and be like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, that's Silas Stone thing. He's got the recorder. I mean, it is now. If I saw a cyborg cosplay and, uh, you know, someone's dad wanted to cosplay with their son as Silas Stone, he would have the recorder and a cool Star, Lo- Star Labs coat. And he'd be like, yeah, it would be, that would be, that would complete the, the, the package. Um, but uh, I, I wanted to talk about that Star Labs logo because it's different than, than the Star Laboratories logo that we know. Like, there is a Star Labs logo that most DC Comics like uses um but this one is different it just has like sl and then it has like this hemisphere under it mm-hmm. and um i was looking at that going why why the design like like um design wise like why did they choose to do this instead of the other one which is like an actual star um and then i was thinking well it's it's a sun like it looks like a sun it looks like the horizon sun is a star and this is star labs and so instead of it being like a you know the image of a star uh what how would you say that like a graphic image you know how like the design of a heart the heart symbol does not look like an actual heart but yes um over time the glyph. yeah the glyph of it uh over time that that we symbolize and, and stylize it and to the point of which an actual human heart starts to look like the symbol of a heart because we just keep styling it and styling it and styling it. 
Um, this is a sun. And then because it's red, it's a red sun. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting, like the more that I think about this star lab symbol, that it looks like, like you know, the, the sun of Krypton. Yeah. And, the and also the red room. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Even better. Yeah. So the more I started to think about it, yeah, I was thinking like, oh, okay. They redesigned it to to have more uh, more of a, the DC Comics mythos baked into it rather than just being like, oh, yeah, no, we just copy and pasted the Star Labs logo from all the other DC Comics uh, prior. Um, also, I don't know if anyone cares about what kind of recorder it is, oh, but it does say Sony on there. Hey, yo. You don't think like Sony is like, hey, can you use that? <laughs> I don't... Uh... Well, because they're not advertising the new Sony phone, you know? Yeah, they're not. That's another thing. So it's like it's old technology. Maybe with old technology, you don't need to have the corporations backing because you're not trying to sell that technology anymore. Yeah, it's it's. And now I'm just looking to see if I can find it. I can't do this. I I need to I need it not. I didn't even think about this. Yeah, it's the uh, Sony M570V edition. Make sure you pick that one up. It's probably okay. not that. Don't get do that. Your, get it from your fries from yeah. your Circuit City. Yeah, you know. make sure to, to try to find your Radio Shack if it's still open mm-hmm. uh, and, and try to pick one up. And then let us know what the quality is like. Maybe we should record a podcast episode on such said device. We would have to use those for uh, trombone recordings. You don't remember that? I, don't, I remember specifically my teacher telling me, you have to buy a tape recorder and like record yourself and like my mom was yeah my mom was so mad it was like i have to buy you a tape recorder no like we're not doing that she ended up doing it nah anyway no 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 yeah and i'm also surprised yeah they i'm kind of surprised they did go with the recorder which uh knowing zach snyder like it's it's it seems like yeah we want i want that specific device to be used where most people now if they were filming something like that, it would be like voice memos on their phone. And mm-hmm. they would like try to make it as futuristic as possible. Everything has to be so modern because we're here at Star Labs. Everything has to be so high tech. And we have, you know, he's using his new Huawei phone and, you know, software on it. We can stylize it as much as we want. And then here's Zach is like, no, I want him to use a really old device. Despite all the advancement in technology, like he uses this old device to record with. Uh, so maybe that says something about him, but uh, or stuck in his ways, if you will. Mm-hmm. So uh, he leaves the office. He leaves the laboratory that he works in. Uh, this is where we see Howard the janitor. He says, you know, I'm, I'm leaving for the night. Uh, the lab's all yours, Howard. And um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know. Howard the janitor? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's... My biggest issue from this minute is comparing it to the 2017's minute. Slash, the other biggest issue is this man is mopping metal grading floor. We will get, I know. We'll get there. That's, that's the biggest thing. We talked about it. Dude, we talk talked about. about it in 2017. But the fact that Joss Whedon attempted to uh, sympathize, get the audience to sympathize with this man 
later on by giving him the, you know, his wife goes on television. Howard's a good man. Uh, you know, it's like you're bringing all this for some reason. And we know it's Joss Whedon and, and Jeff Johns and like their their focus is that on the civilian and that civilian being saved by the superhero. It's always the the hopeless need to be saved by the superhero because in some dumb part of these people's brains they can only stop at the brick wall of hero saves people not hero has their own issues hero has just issues within other heroes heroes has issues with villains yada 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 it's just hero save and that's so stunting to a story it sticks out like a sore thumb and when you have this howard character in 2017 that gets abducted or whatever, and and his wife is calling and is on the very annoying news feed of, my Howard's a good man, they stole him, he kidnapped, yada, 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 yada. It's just like, shut up. (laughs) We had the the shut up moment in Dawn of Justice where Clark Kent was interviewing Mrs. Santos, and it was just that spewing of exposition. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, stop running your mouth, just shut up, less is more say less this is like less is more be less (laughs) yeah there's there's too much janitor uh too much random guy uh peril yeah yeah where it's like i get it uh the this version right here let me stop myself this version is way better than the 2017 version because it severely limits that peril of a random man Mm -hmm. because it does show him here yes it gives him context yes he's a janitor he's got a mop okay put him on a floor that has mop oops sorry the the floor is metal grating Ah, can't go back uh so just give him the mop whatever make him a janitor have him have somewhat of a relationship with silas he's the head of the lab guy oh okay he knows him on a first name basis he's always leaving late he seems like to be the end of the day janitor yada 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 it's giving more context to silas stone knows way more about this janitor and his family than he does about his own son clearly and like it's just supposed to give you like yeah his dad's always at the lab dad's always at the lab dad's always at the lab that's it. We're good. You know, that's I'm good with that. I don't need Howard was a good man. I don't <laughs> need to see this guy in more danger later on when, you know, all the other captives are there and stuff like that. I don't care because then you have in 2017, you have Howard being there. Oh, my God. We got to save Howard. We met him 30 minutes ago. And oh, my God, Victor's dad's also there. Oh, we got to save him, too. Like. Yeah. There's two people where you're just like, who's the focus supposed to be on? And then it falls down to why does the janitor matter? Why did we waste the time giving this guy a peril storyline when it's just have him in there for context of Silas Stone always being at the lab? End. Yeah. I think people get really, um, you know their priorities on on who should be important and, and and why they should be important and and the other thing is 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 someone coming in to to finish someone else's movie and seeing a character and thinking they need to flesh out a certain character because the director before him did not flesh out the character enough and that character this character was never supposed to be that important the fact that we we have such a history already with this character makes it even harder to watch this version now 
because there's still that implied importance on the character. You spoke about one of the uh, court members in the Old Bailey when Wonder Woman is saving them from the black-clad alpha. And then we spoke about Yuboa, who got so much more context in this so that when she does die, we, we understand exactly who she was and why she was and, and what she was doing there. And we understand why they they wrote the story for those characters. This character was not supposed to have a, 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 a story of let's let's know who this man is because he's important. This guy exists because Zack Snyder knows how to do horror and he knows how to set up a character just enough that you follow their point of view mm-hmm. for the parademon or Steppenwolf. Like this man is an object for the villain's story, not the other way around. Not yeah. that this person has a story in in the world. And the same thing goes for the Russian family where we're setting up people who don't matter to distract us from from people who do. Why why create more time with the janitor? Why create more time with the Russian family and subtract more time from Yuboa and subtract more time from Queen Apolita, Amazons who who are on the front lines fighting Steppenwolf and these brave warriors with these great action scenes. It's like, oh no, let's cut them down because they don't matter. Screw those people. Russian family because we, <laughs> you know, that's what people care about. That's what people can get behind. And it's like, I, no, that I don't, first of all, I don't want to. Second of all, I, I, you're trying very hard. You're trying so hard to sell this to me. Um, and it's just not going to work because I, I'd never wanted to care about this. Not buying it. Not yeah. buying it. Absolutely. Not buying it. Um, but, but quick notes, Anthony Wise is the actor who plays Howard the janitor. Uh, I tried to see if there was something of importance with the guy. Well, you know, I was trying to find a reason of being kind of like uh, Mark McClure being like, oh, that's Jimmy Olsen, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there's nothing that I could see for, for nothing. Yeah, not a, not a thing. There's no Howard the janitor in DC Comics. You know, there's nothing along those lines. Uh, he does have more dialogue in the Joss Whedon version of the movie in which he says, you know, lab's all yours, Howard, 1130, early night for you, Silas. Uh, I never got to say I'm very sorry about what happened. Uh, Victor was a wonderful kid. And it's like... Well, <laughs> that accident happened at like at least two years ago, I think. It happened, uh, it happened a while ago. It happened a minute ago. So I never like, got to say... Uh, I never got to say out of all the other times I said late late night early night for you out of all the times I saw you leaving past 11:30 I never got to say sorry about your kid exactly um, so the one thing that I did remember taking away from Howard's line of dialogue in 2017 and I feel like I need to mention it now because it's what I was paying attention to at the time thinking oh I'm going to have to analyze this um, Silas leaves the lab at 11.30 and the next scene is him going back home to Victor and the clock shows 12 o'clock. So my only thing from that was that it takes 30 minutes to get from Metropolis to Gotham. Oh. Via subway, I guess. Well, that's pretty... That's the only, that's the only thing. And, and they, yeah, and they live in Gotham, so he has to cross mm-hmm. the harbor. 
Wow. Yeah, he's got to have that that uh, that subway pass. Wait, no, they stopped sending the trains at like eleven. He had to get the last one out. Who says they stopped sending trains at eleven? I tried to cross the harbor from from New York City to New Jersey at like eleven forty five, and they're like, "This is the last train." Oh, legitimately, yeah. you did. Oh, okay. So. Um, Shit, I don't know. That's a that's a completely side of infrastructure that is foreign to me. I've been yeah. on a subway one time, um, so he must have gotten on, that's like, on the last one. Yeah, they do. At some point, they do stop the trains going across the city. Uh, Honestly, the hardest thing that I discovered with my travel to New York and Manhattan and everything like that was the bathroom situation. Really, like getting up, walking down the street, going to the subway station waiting for the, the the train and like doing all that thing and in the meantime like i had just woken up i had just had a coffee i was like i i gotta pee i really gotta pee and that was a big big issue because it's like <laughs> well we can't just go back home we can't just go in somewhere and be like hey let me use your bath they don't have gas stations you can just walk into a wawa be like i'm gonna use the bathroom real quick no it's a that's a juggle that you that you new yorkers gotta do <laughs> i don't know how they let do te- it let me tell you um one thing I do want to say that I thought was really interesting uh, is is there's a shot where Silas is saying like yeah early or you know uh, you know early night and you know it has this background this this hallway behind him really cool yeah. visual effect I just want to point it out because obviously that long hallway doesn't exist they didn't build a whole Star Labs hallway like that that's, that's got, a long hallway yeah that's got to be an optical illusion or, or vfx or something where they're just like now we're gonna make it seem like it goes down a lot longer um mm-hmm. or maybe maybe it is maybe they did build this and maybe that's where you get uh you know the justice league when they're walking through star labs not, they, that, not that big maybe long enough for them to to walk down but yeah i, I just love the shot because it focuses on silas and then you know, you have that long hallway and it just makes the space look so much bigger. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a really cool, cool place. effect. I uh, want to hang out in Star Labs. It's cool. It's You get to walk through some really cool covered uh, hallways with some LED strips on the ground. And hey, there's an alien spaceship probably a couple wings over. Yeah. Um, that's a really cool place. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, but, miss, uh, I miss going to, I want to go back to like movie sets and like walk through places like this and be like, yeah, this looks really cool to just... yeah see it um let's talk about this let's get into it because this has been the question for three plus years uh you want to take the lead here what's the deal with mopping metal floors (laughs) that's jerry seinfeld um you can mop metal grates you should mop metal grates it is not abnormal to mop a a graded floor i i just want to point that out that yes this is normal you can do this, but one, and I hate that I had to say this, you're using the wrong mop. Two, you got to put your back into it. You know, my my manager called me out once when I was working at a restaurant and I was mopping and I thought at the age of 18, I knew what mopping was. And he uh-uh. said, are you mopping or are you just tickling the floor? And he really called <laughs> me out and I, I that's how I think about it now because when I mop, like, if your triceps don't hurt, you are not scrubbing. Like you need to scrub the dirt off the grate. Yeah, one hundred percent. And this 100%. man is like, it's like he, it's it's like the mop is too heavy for him. <laughs> so there's more, more things to unpack here. 
where is the water going? What's underneath the grate? There's got to be like another level or like ducks that you can lift up the grate and get access to a la Jeffrey's tube in Star Trek or something. Like the water that's sliding off of this grate is going down somewhere. You know? Yeah. When you mop, especially with this mop, you 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 wet it, you wring, you mop and you scrub, you dunk it back in to wash it off, and then you wring it out even more so to get it more dry mm-hmm. so that you're drying yeah. the wetness that you just put on there. You're spreading it out more so it dries the air dry mores and stuff like that. Yeah. This is not it's I've never <laughs> I've never uh, mopped these types of floors, so I am probably wrong in this. Maybe there's people in the military that have these type of floors. I don't know. I'm thinking of a submarine for some reason. Uh, uh, he needs the mop that's that's sideways, the long white ones. The dusting one, the one that you're just going through the department store with? Yeah, but you... Okay, you, so so my, now my question is, what if, way. what if someone spills a soda? on this metal grating floor and it's all sticky then you got to get the wet mop right you got to get, get the wet that. mop yes i get that but being it this is a laboratory thing it's probably like a no food no drink area so understandable already eliminate that right there why is this man mopping the floor it's not like it needs to be shiny it doesn't need to be waxed well it, they do have to uh what is the term like they do have to keep it completely decontaminated of all uh, extraterrestrial, bioorganic, you know, yes, and, and okay. any anything like that. So they so at the end of the night they had to do the whole thing. Not only do they have to mop, but they had to like do the fog machine disinfectant. Like yeah, yeah they yeah, had yeah, they yeah. got to bug bomb the entire place. Paradigm. If he joke, is using sanitizer on this mop, then I agree. Then I'm like, okay, I get it, 100. percent But if it's just a bucket of water and some fabuloso, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> You got to make Star Lab smell nice. I mean, yes, but then change the flooring. I don't know. It's just odd. It was. It's odd. It's odd. It's always struck me in a weird way. It's. It's comical. It's kind of funny. It's just you point it out, and it's one of the things that you could point out and laugh. Also, as a as a Star a Star Labs facility, a uh, a, a very important uh, Men in Black type facility, if you will. I don't know if they would have janitors like i don't know if they would have custodians i I feel like they would have robots well i was thinking like uh people in in enviro suits doing the cleaning like you have to be hazmatted up like you are yeah, cleaning I know what you mean. you're not cleaning dirt and grime because you're a janitor you're here to clean up uh, biomatter you are a i don't know that could be wrong. Maybe maybe they're just thinking of it more of like a hospital scenario. Like they could have. That's what I was thinking. I think it's it has to be like a hospital type of deal because he's got he's like the hospital janitor from that that TV show Scrubs. But this man is not doing anything. No, it's not. There's good, no, there's not good no. mopping. And not good mopping form. It's not even good mopping. It's not even good mopping form. It's not even good mopping uh, 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 real estate. Like you. What are you going up and then sideways and then you go whatever direction you want? Like you got to start from one corner, scrub all the way, and you have to scrub against the grate. You can't be scrubbing along the grate. You got to be scrubbing against it so you, you can cut, you know, cut through. Oh, man, I, give me that mop. What are you yeah, doing? Seriously, let us do it. So you can't. I mean, cool mop bucket, 
cool black mop bucket. It looks kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm not sold on the mopping. Not sold. All right. <laughs> nice we got jacket. Our system. Let's go. Nice jacket. Yeah. <laughs> nice coveralls, bro. So, uh, the only other note I have beside this is this is a really cool space door sound effect. You know, like you get your Star Star Trek door noises, and it has like this. It, it's hissing. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not just like the door opening. There's like this little. There's like a little beep and boop in it. You know when he's opening the door, and I really like that sound effect. Um, yeah. And then the other thing I was looking at was just making sure that where he walks in and he sees like this debris right here, this break in, in the ceiling. I was looking back at where Silas left and then looking where he's entering. Um, and it's like right by the door where this parademon broke into, like where he's walking in, he's on the, f- uh, the first step of the door. Mm-hmm. The doors have opened. He's walking down the steps. Like it has just cracked through right there in front of that door. Um, that should have been a lot louder. Because it sounded like a thud, like uh, old Santa Claus on the roof type thud. But then mm-hmm. you walk in here and it's like, no, that, that should have been a, a huge bang. Like like he broke, the parademon broke through, well, he didn't break through the, the Kryptonian ship, but like the Star Labs. The, the building. Yeah. But hey, maybe soundproofing and, and whatnot. Yeah, you know. maybe. So that's some, that's some pretty, pretty. Pretty thick glass they got there on that door. <laughs> yeah, pretty strong windows they got. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for this one. Nate, if that's all you have, let's go ahead and wrap it up. We have, uh, uh, surprisingly, we have more janitor stuff in tomorrow's minute. So uh, this is Howard the Janitor Part 1. We're going to wrap up today, and tomorrow we're going to be talking about Howard and the Janitor Part 2. Uh, if you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minutes and the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow for minute number 42 of Zack Snyder's Justice League.